When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. The Garden Report is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. So, rematch of opening night. Uh, first look we had of the Celtics was against this Knicks team, and they were extremely pesky on opening night. That was a tough win. I think a lot of people went in expecting like the Celtics to just flex and everybody to fall at their feet. Um, and same Knicks team tonight. Pesky hit all their hit a bunch of threes um, and plays really good defense uh, and was in the you know spent a lot of the third the Tibbs team. Spent a lot of the third quarter in the bonus. This was a tough, tough team. Um, and Celtics won going away, and it was nuts. This was this was maybe – I mean, this is the best game of the year, I think, um, in terms of, like, start-to-finish performance, the way that they played. I mean, they won this going away, and a lot of that had to do with, you know, top five Tatum showing up in the fourth quarter there, and he was just ridiculous. But they just – they took everything the Knicks threw at them. The Knicks emptied both barrels. They came at them uh, hard. They didn't go anywhere. They took leads. They hit threes, and uh, they were. And the Celtics just didn't matter. Uh, they only played eight players. They went back to that short rotation. So nobody here can complain about Brissett playing over Stevens. Um, and uh, they were just good. They were good all game long. It was. It was just a really, you know, Pritchard looks better. Hauser, all of a sudden. Uh, hitting shots, everything is great. Yeah. Shots. God, everyone's gonna make fun of my ta- tangling no. glasses. I'll take off the glasses, but then I can't see. Now you can't see anything. You can't read I anything. Can't read anything. It's okay. I'll do the read. Um, I get, and I get nauseated looking at the chat now without these things. So, agree with you, John. That the reason this is this feels like a great win is because, like you, they, the, this was a game where you could see the talent differential because it felt like the Knicks were sprinting and the Celtics were like kind of in like a, like a cruise, con- not cruise control, but they just didn't have to work as hard to get the lead that they ended up with. Like the Knicks were doing everything they could. Yep. Celtics still end up winning this game by 16. And, and again, it's but fair. It is, There's listen, no RJ Barrett. Get... So they're, they're missing a, a key piece here, but yeah, it was just a good game. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah. But you know, it's, they still had, Randall Brunson quickly, who didn't have a great nope. game by any stretch, um, and the be- the better team in this case is clearly the Celtics. You know, the, they looked more controlled tonight, and and obviously in game one of of the regular season, you a lot more questions. How is Porzingis going to fit? Which, by the way, in game one he was dominant. Um, anyways, but yeah, Hauser's shot starting to fall, which is is uh, you know what you prayed for on this bench. Um, you know, the three pointers 
Um, looking nice and smooth. Pritchard with a little bit of production. Horford, not a whole lot when you talk about points and such like that. Obviously, he had the dunk, which was good to see him get up for one. Um, but <laughs> I don't know uh, how much more he's got, I guess, past that. But um, it was a good all-around yeah. game. And like you said, Tatum brought his A game. Porzingis was active, as he usually is. And um, I thought Holiday, good Holiday line, 14 points, seven rebounds, but just two assists. But, yeah, overall great, great performance there. It's a Tibbs team, right? They're going to play hard on defense. They're going to they're going to make try to make things as difficult as they can. They're not going to give up. But the Celtics made a nice little run there, end of the second quarter with that Brown three from Tatum of all people, to really going with a little bit of momentum. And then that second half was just more more Celtics. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Tatum's off. Shiraz here. I know Tatum's going to get the headlines for sure, um, but um, Sherrod is going to get all the publicity. Um, from that, but yeah, Char, yeah. Char, we were saying, you know, we started saying a really complete win against a tough Knicks team. They play good defense. They hit their threes. Uh, they, they just hang around and hang around. Um, and uh, Celtics kind of took everything they threw at them and then just outlasted them. It was a really impressive win. I think this is one of the better wins they've had this season for all. The I called it the best mentioned. one. Yeah. And, and the thing, the thing I like about this one, John, is that, this was the end of a homestand where they're about to hit the road, and they capped it off exactly the way you'd want to if you're a Celtics fan. A good quality competitor coming to your building, a team that you know is going to be better than they were the first time you played them because they've got film. I thought it was really interesting that, you know, among the players that Thibodeau talked about pregame was our good friend Sam Hauser, who has been absolutely killing it. Uh, the last, this was the fifth straight game, he's had double figures. And that's the that ties the longest stretch of double figure games he's had in his career. Uh, Sam w- was a really, really, really good player. Wow, and the thing about it, we're going to talk about Tatum. I know you guys have hit on him. We're going to you should talk about Jalen and Przingis was awesome. But guys like Sam Hauser are going to be the difference makers between you getting that on those nights when most of your guys just don't have it. You need someone who can knock down a shot who it doesn't figure prominently on a scouting report. Sam Hauser is starting to show he has the capability of doing that. He's in a great rhythm for the Celtics. But, but again, to your point, John, I thought this was such an all-around good win uh, because the yeah. Knicks had – I think this is one of those games where I think the Knicks, whatever their game plan was, I thought they executed for the most part most of the game. It's just that Boston was the better team. They, they did. And again, they, you know, they shot 40, you know, 40 something percent from three. Uh, they, you know, they got they were getting to the line. They got a lot of calls. They spent like the entire third quarter in the bonus, you know. Um, but the Celtics shortened their shortened their bench. Look, what did we say? I mean, you know, not to belabor the Hauser thing. Sometimes it's as simple as, you know, he makes his shots. He earns his spot. Um, and that's it. But, you know, he's playing with overall like a kind of, you know, he's playing with confidence beyond just being able to hit the shots. Like he looks like he belongs out there. The shots, I'm not going to call them gravy, but it's just an added bonus or a weapon. I, I mean, and that's what he's supposed to do when you, when you're playing these guys, these specialists, they have to excel at their specialty. Defenders have to come out there and play defense. Rebounders have to rebound. Sam Hauser's got to hit his threes. So it's a results oriented business when it comes to a guy like him. And when he goes cold, you start to ask questions like, 
you know, as some people have asked, what's the point of this podcast? You know, we'll ask, what's the point? We'll, we'll ask, what's the point of Sam Hauser? If he's not hitting his threes, what value is he providing? And when he is, it's just great. And again, this is another, you know, a, a few days ago, I think I said it was like the Sam Hauseriest of Sam Hauser stat lines. Five of eight. For 10. From, five for 10. Yep. Five for 10. Field goals, five for 10 threes, and that's it. And here's another one. 12 points, four of six field goals, all three-pointers. That's what he did, uh, and uh, and he was great. But that's what we've said from before, before a single second of basketball. Wow. There's some music coming there. I'll keep. There's a, yeah, there's a ton of music. They're excited here at TD Garden because they beat the Knicks. I'll keep vamping a little bit, but the, all we said at the beginning of the season, and as we've watched through these first, what is it now, 10 games, is the bench just has to not be a, a liability, and they're good. They don't have to be spectacular. Some teams have to go into their bench and really get sparks, and they need you know that bench unit to kind of you know lift them up a little bit at times. Something's, this is insane, this music. <laughs> It is, John. But here's the thing about Sam, though. Before he started knocking down the threes in this game, he had three rebounds. He had more rebounds yeah. than any other Celtic on the team, and they were really good, hard-earned. It wasn't just him standing around the ball, landing in his lap. He actually had to go in the trees to try to get it. And that, to me, is the, the evolution of Sam Hauser. He, when he first got here, all he could give you was three-point shots. If he gave you anything else that was gravy. But now he has a little bit more balance, certainly not equality. He's not going to give you equal hustle rebounds as threes, but there is better balance with his game now. And that is something the Celtics are going to need because when you start looking at that bench, there's no one that you can look to and feel good about them scoring the ball. No one. And yet here comes Sam knocking down threes, giving you some rebounds, playing decent defense. He's not going to lock anyone up like Drew Holiday or, you know, Derek White, but he is not a liability to your point. And you know this. This I think this was. This needs to be the the Sam Hauserus of Sam Hauserus type of games where he give you a few rebounds, knock down some shots, doesn't kill you on defense, and you get the win. That's what you're going to need from him to not only win these kind of games, but to win a championship. Uh, Joe Mazzulla, uh post game quote on Sam Hauser. Uh, He's a much better player than people think. I can't say why, or I'll get in trouble. I can't understand what that means. I don't speak Joe. Um, can you guess what that means? I, I think he's talking about Sam is a better athlete than I think people realize. Oh, uh, he's Sam, too fly for a white guy. I get it. Sam, All right. Sam, Sam, when you look at Sam, you think, okay, spot up shooter, Kyle Corver 2.0. He can't give me anything but the three ball. And then when you start watching him play, Sam is 6'8", about 215, 220. And he, I wouldn't say he's jumping out the gym, but he's not a guy that you can slip more than a sheet of paper under his feet. When he takes a jump shot, put it that way. And I think Sam, he doesn't really make that something that he talks about or he kind of flexes a little bit because he doesn't want you to know that about him. He doesn't want you to know that he's a pretty good athlete. Uh, But when you look at some of the things he's able to do off the ball, you look at the way that he's able to move his feet. uh, And the other thing, too, about Sam, and this is the last point I'll make on this, he's a little bit bigger than you realize. I've stood next to him, and I've been, like, surprised at how – He's not, like, thick, thick, but he's not paper thin the way I think a lot of people believe he is. And teams are finding that out when they try to beat him off the dribble. So, uh, you know, good for Sam. He's, 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 again, he's playing really good basketball, and he's earning his keep. 
And again, when Tom Thibodeau was going down to folks that they were preparing for, Sam's name was among those that he mentioned. And that does not happen very often. But I guarantee it's going to happen to more as we go forward because Sam is giving them reason to make pay more attention to him, which is hard for teams to do. Because if you pay more attention to him, what are you going to do with Tatum and Brown and Derek White and Drew Holiday and Porzingis when they're all in the you can't, you literally have to leave a 45, 50% three-point shooter, open or lightly contested most of the time. Otherwise, other guys are going to kill you. So, he, I mean, he's he's added to the pick-your-poison playbook that Joe Mazzula has to play with. I'm, I'm digging the music now, Sherrod. If you turn it off, I'm, this I'm is, kind of gro- I'm kind This of is the Shaquille now. O'Neal. This, this is like Shaquille O'Neal-esque DJ that we got here. If you ever see a show that Shaquille O'Neal is DJ, this is what you're going to be listening to. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, now Jimmy, kinda, you're now, back. Welcome back to the party, Jimmy. It, right? <laughs> oh, damn, Jimmy. You return and the music goes away. Ain't that a... Damn. Hi, Jimmy. We, we see... Uh... You guys can't see it where I'm at, but Sam Hauser's to my left. Uh, basically, there's this long line of folks. Actually, let me see if I can shift the camera so you guys can see what I'm talking about. They're all there for Sam. Look at that. Oh, yeah? Look at that. Sam shaking hands, kissing babies. And Sam they trust, baby. And Sam they trust. Check it out. I love it. Hi, Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy. Welcome back. No. No. No, welcome back. No. Okay. 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 All right. We'll, we'll see just you later, no, but this uh, is listen. This is this was such a really good win for the Celtics. I mean, I I don't think you can really stress enough how and, and we we don't like to spend too much time digging in the crates of the past. Like you know, we're not going to go back to 2016. Okay, but we should we can't go back to next year or last year, I should say, when these are the kind of games where the Celtics just didn't show up. I mean, they've had three games here at home, and typically there's at least one of the games where there are no shows. And to their credit, they handled their business, beat teams that they were supposed to beat, and they did it in a fashion that shows a definite bond, growth, unity, whatever you want to call it. And these are the kind of things that when you're trying to build towards a championship, you need to have moments like this where you can look back and reflect on games that show how you have improved from a year ago. So I think that's always it, is almost everything that they do is kind of like a commentary, you know, a referendum on what we've seen in the past. It's always like, and so when they suffer a loss or something, when you see like, you know, those couple of games, and again, you got to give the teams credit who beat them. Philly's been playing extremely well, uh, and Minnesota also. Minnesota's got the top defensive rated team in the league with those twin towers, but you saw them kind of turtle in their approach a little bit, you know, play a little soft. Uh, you know, go away from some of the things that they were doing, um, you know, kind of rely on ISO ball, just jack the first shot that they got. And those are things that you didn't love to see before. But those efforts have been kind of few and far between. You've seen far more kind of like gut check moments, games that like maybe in the past a version of this team could have folded or succumbed to the pressure. How many times you see them keep a team at arm's length but not be able to put their foot on the gas, let them hang around and then have them blow by in the fourth quarter. And again, we say how many times this is still a team that won 57 or whatever wins last year. So, I mean, it doesn't have, but it, you've just, we'd seen enough of it to know, and you're judging them on a totally different standard, which is, you know, 
it's a championship or bust season. So you're always going to judge them with an extremely high standard and a critical eye. And you're going to look at the things that have doomed them in the past, in the last couple of years with the, with the core that they've had. And I, they look different in a lot of ways. It just looks like a different team. Uh, the, you know, in, in a lot of the reasons that you mentioned, go ahead, Jimmy. This is the same John who, who just a couple of games ago, you wanted to crucify this team because they looked like the oh. guys from last year. Now so, they're now they're a different team, Shira. That's a what bit, that's just, a bit strong. Jimmy, crucify? I don't know. I don't know if John quite went down oh, that. Right. Jimmy, what right, did I just say? <laughs> what did I just say? I literally just said they had those couple games, and we're gonna call them on it. Well, that's what. Yeah, but we well, thought we thought maybe the couple games weren't just a couple games. We thought maybe that these were old habits that. Hey, weren't this going to this die. line for Sam Hauser is getting pretty damn long, y'all. Well, see, like I, I couldn't see it before. My screen froze. What's up? That's all for Hauser? That's, that's the line for Hauser. Damn. Okay. Hey, you know what happened, Sherrod? You, you, you hit a few shots, and and, the, and and all of a sudden, they're lining up to, to meet you. That's all it takes. I'm like, damn. That's all it takes. I mean, Hauser's been playing well, man. I mean... The first few games, we thought that he uh, he might not be long for this league, but it reminds you quickly that they they have a big role for him off this bench for a reason. Well, but the thing about it, Jimmy, that the role that they have for him, they literally said, "Is there's anyone who wants to score off our bench? By all means, here's your opportunity." Yeah. And Sam was the only one that literally took, stepped up to make some shots. I, I thought Pritchard was going to be the guy that they were going to be leaning on to get to, to shoot like this because, and. You know, he's he's still working through whatever it is he's working through to get his shot going. But Sam, to his credit, has been incredible. I mean, he came into this game shooting better than 45% on threes. And for the second straight game, he shoots 67% from three-point range. He's been 8 for 12 his last two games. I mean, this he's killing it. I mean, he's killing it. This is exactly what they need. Uh, and, and at this point, Sam is a double-digit scorer. Who would have thought that Sam Howes would be a double-digit scorer off the bench this year? Not many people, but that's where he's at right now. Not many. In fact, I wasn't very bullish on Hauser because I was worried he'd be overtaken by maybe some more defensive-minded players or players with a little bit more athleticism because I do think so much of his his success relies on just those shots falling. And we'd seen kind of a cold snap, and he started in it as well. So we're going to celebrate this version of Hauser because that's that's the guy we like to see. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the line for Cornet. <laughs> I got a screech. That's awesome. Oh, damn. Damn. That was good. Yeah, I enjoyed that one. That was a good one. Um, that yeah. was a very good one. Hauser, Hauser's filling in that role nicely. I mean, somebody had to. How much did you guys talk about Jalen, or excuse me, Jason and the whole MVP? I didn't, I didn't talk about anything because I had internet issues. So you tell me what you guys have been talking about. I, listen, Tatum has had big games, obviously, this year, but I, I thought this was as close to he looked like an MVP as we've seen him this year. Uh, the thing about the Knicks that I, I love when they play the Knicks, the Knicks are always going to basically try to beat the crap out of you. They are a physical, grimy, just elbow-to-the-chin, neck-type team. And how you handle that says a lot about your ability to deal with adversity and pressure. And I thought there was never a point, even as they were getting physical with Tatum, that he seemed to lose his cool, lose his composure, or get thrown off his game. I mean, when they were just kind of bodying him and not allowing him to get to a sweet spot along that baseline, he just took a step back, raised up for the fadeaway. When they didn't respect 
for whatever reason, uh, rotate quick enough on a three-point shot. He knocked that down and made him pay. And he still, at times, attacked them going to the basket. I thought this was Tatum doing all the things that someone who is a legitimate MVP candidate should do against a team that clearly has a plan for being physical as hell all game long against you. Uh, and, yeah. and, you know, and like I said, I think it was just such a really good game for him tonight. It was Especially a pretty stupid the- Tatum game, yeah. Especially against a team like the Knicks, who are one of the best defensive teams in the league, if not the best de- defensive team based on, you know, the metrics and all the, all the nerd stats out there. But their defensive efficiency is off the charts, and that's to be expected, I guess, with Tibbs head coaching over there. But they obviously – listen, the scouting report comes out, and Jason Tatum's at the top of it. So the fact that this guy is consistently putting in 30-plus points uh, per game nights – speaks volumes about his growth on that end of the basketball court. And like you said, Sherrod, it's not just forcing shots. It's not just pouting if if they're playing him too hard. He was going hard to the basket tonight. He had that really nice um, step back three where he got fouled there in the second half. Was it the fourth quarter? Um, he was just lights out from all over. And it we kind of joked about it. Oh, quiet. You know, J- Jason Tatum quietly, you know, scores 30. It wasn't quiet tonight, though. I thought he was all over the place. Really made his presence known. Seven assists to boot. So, I mean, this guy really is such an important part of this this offense. You know, shock, uh, you know, that's not a hot take by any stretch, but he really is just becoming a much more complete player. Yeah. It's, it's like, of, go ahead. No, go, ahead. Was, go ahead. No, go ahead, John, because I was going to talk about JB. Oh, yeah, then <laughs> definitely uh, you you're, you can do that. Um, the uh, <laughs> the uh, All I was going to say is <laughs> – how much? In that I got case, love John for you, Jalen Brown. I got love for you, Jalen Brown. I got love no, for you. I, one question somebody put in the chat, I think it's fair to ask, is like how much is Tatum's evolution and how much is um, having stabilizers like Porzingis and, uh, and Holiday uh, on the court with him, uh, you know, not at all times, but, you know, for so much of the time, just to kind of, you know, if not remove pressure, just to kind of settle uh, things uh, for them. I think Holiday's very good at doing that. I think White's very good at doing that. Uh, and I think just Porzingis is just this really interesting weapon uh, that they've just never really had before. Uh, and it's just nights like this, you really see it. You saw the Holiday impact. You saw, um, you saw, you know, Porzingis doing what he does inside and out. I mean, such an interesting just option. It's the same thing that we, you know, night one when Porzingis came out and he lit up the Knicks, it was like, oh, my goodness, you know. And then just Tatum just has a quarter like he has here and just, you know, MVP, MVP, and, uh, you know, just put him away. It was, it was just – I'm, I'm just super impressed by the whole by the whole package tonight. This was a, this was a master class on what a championship team in the, in the making looks like. Uh, when you have so many different ways that you can beat a team, uh, wh- whether a team wants to play physical or finesse, you've got the personnel to match and, and trump that. When a team wants to lean heavily on their second unit or their first unit or what have you, if they got great coaching, you have the pieces now to combat pretty much any style of play that you see out there on the floor. Uh, and that, to me, is the, is the beauty of this team. They are just that. They are an elite team with guys that can do lots of different things. And, you know, we, we talk about Tatum's evolution and, it, you know, with this group around him. Jalen Brown and Porzingis, I would never – that to me seemed like – they seem to have really, really good chemistry uh, tonight. They're, and I, I don't know whether – They're best buds. 
and, and you know, and I just remember just seeing Jalen talk. I'm reading a quote right now from him yeah. saying that. Jalen was just talking about, uh, you know, this Porzingis in his personality and, and, and smiling about it. And y'all know Jalen is not about that smile game. That's just not who he is. There's not no, a whole lot there. No. no. And, but Porzingis, no. when he talks about him, there's a little bit of a smile there. We may have finally unlocked what the Celtics need and what Jalen Brown needs to be, dare I say it, happy? Happy Jalen? Never. Can we say it? Shut, shut up, John. I saw crazy. a picture of him and Tatum smiling before the game. Shut up, John. Oh, they're not friends? Shut oh, up. really? Look they're not this. friends? I just, I, I just, but, but and seriously, this but was one right. of Jalen's You don't see him there. being... Uh, you don't you don't see non-serious Jalen that yeah, often, and yeah. so like him just kind of being like, I don't know, it's kind of weird. Porzingis winks at me, um, you know, and I <laughs> wink a lot. I'm a winker too, and I think people think I'm weird. Um, but yeah, it's a funny thing. They do. They do. It is, and it's great. It's good to see. I mean, because some I, people I just... can't wink. You ever see people who can't wink? It's hilarious. Looks like they're having a stroke. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Why would but, they try? They because can't. they think they yeah, can do it, but they, they, they want to they grow, Jimmy. They want to grow. They want to grow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. There's, there's de- I would say, statistically speaking, somebody watching right now can't blink. Yeah. Can't wink. You should be able to. Should blink. be able to blink. That'd be that'd be I, really. I, I, that would be really that'd worse be if you couldn't blink. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Garnett sometimes didn't blink out there. Yeah. You would just stare into your soul. Yeah, we got uh, we got some sound coming out of uh, out of the garden. We will get that for you in a bit. We got Bobby, uh, and he's got a ton of stuff on his mind, so we'll cook there. There was one little wrinkle I saw in Joe's rotations tonight. I wanted to kind of bounce it off you guys uh, and see what you think there. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel. You know what's America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. Look, if you're not good at math, you, you even you know that's a good deal. I mean, I'm not good at math. And I, I know that's a good deal. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy to use, so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and kick off your NFL season. FanDuel. Official partner of the NFL. All right, here we go, folks. Now pay attention to this. 21 plus and present in Massachusetts. Hope is here. First online real money wager only. $5 pregame money line wager required. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling helpline ma.org or call 800-327-5050. For 24-7 support, play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. Also, if you want to get in on the action uh, and you don't quite know what it is you're doing, uh, oddsr.com slash Celtics. You go there, odds are can help you. It is not a sports book. It just helps you bet smarter using machine learning and AI uh, and all sorts of different tools to just make you make smart bets, kid. Okay, so oddsar.com slash Celtics. Download that app, 30-day free trial, uh, and you are off and running. Uh, Let's get back into it. Uh, Sherrod wanted to say nice things about Jalen Brown, who has a new best friend on the team. I do. I do. And Jalen, 
I, I love the way he played in this game. I, I thought he was in control. I thought he played at a good pace. I didn't think he was erratic or out of control for stretches like we've seen in the past. And his playmaking, again, I, I thought he did. This was one of his better playmaking games that we've seen. combined assists between Tatum and Brown tonight. Yeah, exactly. It's spreading the wealth. And, and, and against a team nice. like New York – you know, that's a that's a really big thing. If you're in New York, you're thinking that, OK, first game, they made some shots. OK, big deal. This game, you played your game and you still got your ass whipped pretty bad. And so now it's like, OK, what do we do now? Where, where do we turn? And New York is one of those teams I could absolutely see the Celtics having to deal with in the first round of the playoffs or maybe even the second. So the Celtics are showing that there is no one way they can beat you. Uh, they have a multitude of ways that they can put you, you know, six feet under in the game. And, and that to me. Is part of what champions do. I mean, the we talk all the time about how this season is about winning a championship. And to their credit, they are doing exactly what you're supposed to do to build that platform to be a champion. And yeah. again, this was just such a good game. And just seeing Jalen out here doing the things that we know he's capable of doing, but being consistent yeah. with it and not making a kind of the, the bonehead plays that he tends to make every game less is less is more with less is more with Jalen uh always I think when he tries to force the issue sometimes you get super hot Jalen games but other times you know you can get sloppy turnovers and you know just kind of poor decision making uh made too much dribbling taking other people out of the game uh and tonight was super in control as you said uh smart choices good decisions um you know took it when he had it making you know back cuts things like that you know uh you know good you know a good passing night for him we mentioned the yeah. chemistry with Porzingis and this is something they talked about prior to the game when Jalen said they live in the same building apparently and they're like they're like an you know this odd couple sort of roommate you know they're like roommates they're like buddies uh and you know uh and Porzingis cracks him up apparently which is great because lighthearted Jalen is great but it does translate to to on-court chemistry <laughs> And how many times have you seen Porzingis find Jalen on a back door or something like that? Uh, you know, you, you can see it playing out. And here's Brown after the game talking about that chemistry that he and his new best buddy KP have. Yeah, man, I think we're starting to settle in offensively a little bit. Uh, definitely me and KP has been able to build some you know, chemistry and uh, it's still early. We still got a lot of growth to go. So um, I'm excited. You know, didn't shoot the ball well today, but made the right reads, found our guys in spots, and uh, we got to just keep doing that. I'm always looking for the big fella anytime he's, you know, in a pick and roll with, with me. They got to make a decision. So as um, long as we get stops on the defense end, I think we're going to be able to have options on offense. Um, but each and every night we got to make sure we set our tone physicality-wise, and tonight we did that. And that is happy, lighthearted Jalen Brown right there. Big Electric at the podium. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> but he's in a Give good it. place. He had, he had KPs. He's, they're giving him flowers. I'm he wait- loves them. Yeah. I'm waiting for the K- the KP Jalen commercial. They're, they're like Tobias Harris Bobon 2.0. Yeah. I'm waiting for the I'm waiting for that. Let's get those t- hey, Ooh. is Nick Nick? Let's get those t-shirts going. Come on. Come on, Nick. Let's make this. We- we we did say how you know having you know it was going to go one of two one of two ways for Jalen Brown right having these additional talents on the team was either going to make him lose his role or he was going to be able to learn how to utilize them and turn into again a more complete player and not have to do feel that he needs to do too much so now he's utilizing Porzingis out there he's looking for him which is something I don't think he did enough with Rob 
uh, and throughout Rob's career here at the Celtics, I don't think anybody did enough with Rob, whether it was their fault or Rob's fault. But they've got another big guy here on this team that actually is becoming a, a big part of this offense, and they're looking for him. And they're and and it's not just my turn, your turn, as we saw in pe- previous seasons. How many times did we say my turn, your turn on this show when talking about Tatum and Brown? Now you've got all these additional options, and I feel like Tatum Brown is becoming more aware of his surroundings. How about that? Yeah, and 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 able to utilize his surroundings to open things up for him. Because, I mean, just like you pre-pointed out, yeah. in the pick and roll with Porzingis, I mean, it really is pick and roll with Porzingis, uh, JT's pick and roll with Porzingis. Uh, there's a problem that they present to defense that they can't really solve. Uh, because you ha- And whenever you run into pick and roll with Porzingis, you have two elite scorers who can score both from the perimeter and, you know, at the rim. And how do you cont- how do you seriously contest that over the course of a game? You're going to get burned with that set at least two, three, four times if you run it as much as I think the Celtics can. And and we all know when we get to the playoffs when the, and the game slows down, the pick and roll becomes an absolute weapon of mass destruction uh, that the Celtics have a significant advantage over of pretty much every time they step on the floor. Josue Pavone in the house. What's going on, buddy? Yeah, hydrate up. Holla if you hydrate and you're shaking his head. Blink, no. blink one, can you wink and let us know that you, you're uh, hearing us just sweat? <laughs> he may not be able to wink. Dude, it's not It's not him. I had the same issue. It's restream. Shh. Definitely a restream issue going on. Relax, no, we, we, we got it. We got in too early. He wasn't ready. He wasn't ready for he wasn't us. Ready. He wasn't fully um, set was, up. Uh, whose fault was that, Mr. Producer, man? No, mine. I guess me. Am I the producer? Yeah. Don't don't throw Ahmed under the bus. He doesn't make mistakes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, that was that that was on me. <laughs> Ahmed doesn't make a mistake. That's right. Ahmed's on my Ahmed's on my on my good side right now. He went to your show. We know Jimmy. I didn't say anything. I did. You, you, yeah, he did. <laughs> my quarterback. That's my teammate. <laughs> What else, guys? Nothing. Like I said, it's a super impressive game. I mean, like I said, I don't want to get in a Josue wave when you're ready to come on. Uh, Derek White definitely hasn't been the same since he came back shooting-wise. Still still getting good looks or just not falling. I was happy to see one fall for him late in the game there. I think he waved. Um, that was his only yeah, make, at, I think. I think that, that was, was his only shot only make of the night uh and, like one uh, you six know, or one there's seven definitely like a little chat concern about al horford we'll talk about that as well we'll let bobby <clears throat> get in involved there also but really not much to uh you know really a lot to like tonight uh just what uh what's what's good from your end what's good they wanted it more fellas how many times last year was that an issue right whether it's the new york knicks it could have been against anybody Whenever the Celtics were faced with adversity, it, it was like 50-50 most of the time. But tonight, they had so many chances to, to fall behind by a lot, and they didn't. Because to me, it came down to the defense in that second half. Obviously, the execution and the three-point shots, that's what led to it. But, you know, steals in the backcourt, when you got guys like Jalen Brown, you know, leading the way. When you got guys like Derek White, who didn't even hit a shot until like the last couple of minutes of the game. But he was still focused on both ends. Like, that. that's what took this thing to another level in the sense of something's creating that space that they needed. And then Jason Tatum going into uh, 
you know, closeout mode in that fourth quarter. It's just tremendous stuff. And I think Joe Mazzula, you know, is especially uh, impressed with the fact that they were able to to change things, change their approach in the second half, you know, and not stick with the same things that, that essentially kept New York around throughout the entire game until that third quarter where Boston created separation. And even – even with the uh, the Knicks and the bonus, right, which in my opinion, that, that really kept them in it in that third quarter. They created the separation they needed in the fourth. And the New York Knicks, man, again, this team just wanted it way more than the Knicks. And the Knicks, they they they, they fought. I mean, they, they played their asses off. So you you got to give them credit, especially for what, what Tibbs is doing with these guys uh, on a night when they didn't have R.J. Bear, who's been killing it uh, lately. So th- this this could have this could have been different for sure if he's in this game. Yeah, but how many times, Joe Square, have we seen them? With, with, how many times, just real quick, and I'll pass it on to Bobby. How many times What's have up? we seen the Celtics in the past play a team that's undermanned and play like crap? Right. Get their asses whipped. And so, again, to me, that not having RJ and still being able to win with, with a pretty nice cushion down the stretch is another sign of this team's growth. So. I think the way they closed out the middle quarter, Sherrod, is what made the, the biggest difference because that was always a problem with this team, right? Well, I guess you can argue that coming out of halftime sometimes that, that was a problem. They would just be sluggish and they couldn't. Third you know, quarters have been bad and they were good tonight. That was, right. That's where they, yeah. Right. And, and I think the way they closed out that third quarter was especially impressive because, again, they were in the penalty at like the eight-minute mark. And the Knicks, man, they, they were – they were getting comfortable at the free throw line. And that's the last thing you want, especially when um you got guys like Brunson who could get going, get hot. I mean, Grimes made a couple of three-pointers that I thought, okay, shit, you know, maybe here, here they go. Here, here's their offense. But they, outside of that, they never really found it. Julius Randle had, you know, uh, uh, a decent, you know, middle quarter performance for those for, for them. But you didn't see quickly go off the way he has against the Celtics team. You know, you didn't see uh, – uh, what's this guy? The guy from Milwaukee, um, uh, DaVinci. He – like, they forgot about him. Yeah, he couldn't make yeah. a couple of shots, and they're like, "Tips said, that's it. We're, we're done with yeah. you for tonight." Like yeah. they really wanted Quickly. this one. Tips, Tips was coaching as if this was a playoff game, you know. So it's impressive. Yeah. Quickly had a brutal game, one one of ten field goals. Uh, my favorite play of the night was the Josh Hart bounce it off of. Home oh, bro, that was straight Rucker. That was great. Yeah, that was. Fans. He didn't mean to yeah, do that. Was, uh, yes, he did. Yeah, one thousand percent meant to do that. Yes, he did. That was really that was slick. intentional. That was the slick. second holiday turned. He was like, oh, thank you. He gave, gave it. I don't think he, the was coming. he didn't know it was coming back to him. He just realized he had to throw it off of him. But then it came right back yes, to him exactly. and, he, and he drained it. Right. Yeah. Right. That's my point. Yeah. No, that was that was sweet. You know, Holiday was pissed about that. Yo, if Holiday oh, that did that, great. Jimmy, you would have lost it. You would have been like, that was the greatest play. Holiday's a genius. <laughs> no. It was a great play, but I know that he yeah. wasn't like that. wasn't premeditated. Uh, just, that is a holiday yeah, type no. play. Like I give him credit to do that against holidays. Uh, Bobby, what do you got? What's up, Bobby? What's going on? Did you shave? Yeah, You're looking fresh, my friend. Thank you. Wow, <laughs> all that stuff's valid. I, I, the thing that sticks with me is something John and I talked about in the first half. They really got great production out of the bench in this one, and not just that they outscored the Knicks with those three guys or that all of them played well, which they did. They integrated them well with the other starters. I think you saw a little bit yeah. more of two bench guys with three starters, John, as you like to see out there. And yeah. uh, Tatum, obviously. And, and, they changed the ro- and they changed the rotation a little bit because normally uh, you were leaving Holiday on the floor with Brown, and this time it was White left on the floor with Brown when Tatum went out on that first sub, and they changed that up a little. And if you noticed, like, you know, a couple of these games, there were some weird lines where, like, you know, it, it all looked good, but then you'd look at the plus minuses and the disparities and, like, you know, 
Tatum's plus 42 and Brown is plus nine, but Brown led the team in scoring with 29. So the lineup combos with Brown in them uh, weren't, didn't seem to be working as well. It looked like Joe tried to tinker a little bit tonight and try a different combo. Yeah. The one they really liked in the fourth quarter was Pritchard Hauser holiday. Was Pritchard. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And Tatum goes the yep. whole fourth quarter, but the first half rotation, the first quarter one, which he didn't like, that got Tatum some valuable rest early where you yeah. didn't have to play him over that 40-minute mark late. So the rotations were good here tonight. You only went minus one in that first quarter rotation, and then you went plus eight in the third quarter, one that you mentioned there where they're pressing and doing all that other stuff yeah. with Pritchard out there. thought Pritchard looked great. Houser's on fire. Not much more to say than that. And Horford, I thought, has switched well. You know, he's not Pritchard he's closed not, the half, too, instead of Holiday. It was interesting. They liked him. They liked him yeah. in that spot. Wow, Horford and, and really Horford, gets some high praise. He switched. Horford well. hasn't Horford hasn't played great this year by any means. But the one thing he's doing for them that's still super valuable are those small lineups where he switches. He, he can still get out on a Brunson and stop him, which is just incredible at this age. And you know, I was looking at some of the Raptor stats, and he's a plus zero offensively, but plus two. You know, two points added. Uh, you know, per hundred there defensively. So. <laughs> He's still impacting the floor on the defensive side of the ball, according to the analytics. So, you know, he's not shooting well. He's not making those eye-popping plays that he would in spots the last few years he was here. Uh, but Horford off the bench, still the valuable contributor as a backup there. So uh, for, uh, are they're you, moving are, in a good I, direction with that second unit. Do you feel good about Al? Defensively, yeah. Offensively, it's it's rough. He's not shooting well. He dropped that pass and turned it over down low. He's not a threat. He doesn't have great gravity on that end of the floor. And even his that's a lot of bad stuff. You just rattled off by. No, he's he's a plus zero. So what do you just you just threw his name to the mud? Plus zero. Yeah. It it comes for all the math. That math's not mathing. There's moments, there's senior moments with Al this year I haven't seen as much. So, uh, as you said, kind of. You <laughs> know, <Rod's> face. <laughs> no, but defensively past, you know. is what you're what? looking for. No, <laughs> no, he's, talk, he's talking about what Bobby said. <laughs> they're pairing him with Porzingis a lot, so you don't need the offense as much at that right. center spot. He's just spacing out there, which is fine. And his shot will come. We know he's a better shooter. Yeah, than that's what I was, I was so just about to say that, man. I'm not worried about it, honestly. But he's not yeah. shooting. Uh, it's not that he's like he took two shots tonight. One of them was a dunk. So it's like I'm okay with him not shooting at this point. Because they don't really need that from him. They need him to defend, rebound, be good on switches, and get the hell back off the court and keep the right. score. <laughs> the the they don't, Theoretically, they don't need... he should be wide open in the corner like every single time down, though. Yeah, but theoretically, I'd rather him keep the ball moving if he's wide open to get a great shot. Cause to, to me, if he's open, that's a good shot. I don't right. want to necessarily a good shot from Al when he's on the floor. I want great shots when Al's on the floor and he needs to keep the ball moving unless it's a dunk or a layup at this point. He's supposed to be 40% three point shooter. If he's wide open, they, they should want him taking that shot. That's well, awesome. 40%, you know how many tonight. his attempts have dropped dramatically though. I know Jimmy, that'd be impressive for him to still shoot 40%. But I mean, that's right. He's in a weird. I mean, he is in the toughest spot in this roster. He's this is the toughest. Yeah, I was just gonna say, like, he's out of all the Celtics players. It might be staying the obvious I mean, in some regard, he, but he has to make the biggest adjustment, and I think he'll be fine. Honestly, I, I don't. I'm not worried about him. You know, pulling it off. I think he's Father Time up. is helping him make that adjustment. Right. I think yeah. Father Time is helping him make that adjustment. Just taking fewer shots, playing fewer minutes, doing less. Because to John's Father point about time. JB, and I think it's applicable to Al. Less is more at this point mm. from Al Horford. 
definitely oh, defense, okay. rebounding. Offensive rebounding, I think you could see a little bit more from him, and that's probably the where he's got to make his biggest impact on that end. Passing, I still think he can do a little bit of, um, but it's a tough adjustment. I mean, he's only come off the bench 14 times in his entire career before the season, and now he's doing it every night. Didn't do it a ton at Florida either, if you look back. So it's a change, and I've talked to him here or there early this season, and his general tone about it is don't love it you know not to quote him but doesn't love it but it's what we got to do i think it would be i think it would be fair i think it would be fair to ask him how he's how he is adjusting to it you know like we have a few games in here a few weeks in what you know what know, what, what's working what's not working for you is is it is it take a little bit longer for you to feel like you're kind of rolling in that offense and is that why maybe the shots are down what he's told me is when you're starting you're trying to set the pace of the game and when you're coming in you're just trying to be an energy guy so like we talk about with the Neesmith and Brissettes of the world I think that's how he's looking at his role like just run around defend crash the boards and boom that's your game off the bench like he's viewing it as an energy role rather than being completely integrated into the game plan as a starter. And that starting lineup's obviously been everything for them. Like they're mixing in a few guys here or there when they need to. But in that second half, John, they were ready to let those starters roll in the third quarter until like the 10 minute mark when they finally made yeah. some subs there. So yeah. Missoula is playing tight with this. And we've talked about how they've been light with Why Brissette that the last couple of games. And Stevens hasn't what? shown his face, Bant and all these other guys. It's just Missoula's coaching style. Like, he is very, very tight with this rotation. And again, it's very clear, like, who's in his circle of trust. And it's just these eight guys and nobody else. And so, like, it, this isn't the night to get it, get in on the bench. But, you know, it's still a concern with, like, you want to see if anyone else can step up. You really don't need 9, 10, 11 players. But you have all these guys there. You'd like to see if any of them have any use for you at all. Um, and I don't know who who the next man up is. I really don't know. I don't uh, think they know team. either. Yeah. I don't think I don't, I don't think Joe knows it either. Feels like I, it's I, banned. I, I don't even know who they want it to be. You know what I mean? Is like yeah. you got to have your clubhouse favorites. Like I, you know, I'd love to see. I like this guy's skill set. I'd like to see him come through. And I know Brissett kind of got first whack. And then it's when a big is Brissette, down, yeah. And when they're de- when they're down a big or they rotate, you know, Cornette gets his minutes. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. But yeah, why? I mean, why so tight tonight? It was almost like a playoff game with the eight-man well, rotation. I just think that was the As energy. We talked about Knicks. Yeah, that's the way the yeah, Knicks were running, right? And Missoula, like he said, he told us after the game, he he loved that. He loved that from New York, and I think that's going to happen against these teams that you're getting that second that that second go around under what less than a week. You know what I mean? Like same thing's going to happen against Philadelphia. They're going to go up to Toronto for that in-season uh, uh, tournament game. I think they're going to look. Uh, it's going to be a much more harder game for them to win. But I think Missoula prefers it this way. He's challenging, you know, uh, not back-to-back, but, you know, facing these facing teams in this division twice in the same month or within a two-week span, I, I think helps these guys because you're going to get that intensity from opposing teams that have a, a, a worse record than you, you know? I mean, Philadelphia is the exception here, but we'll see how they, how they, um, how they look on Wednesday night, especially one week, you know, after that, after their last loss. You had to play yeah. this way to win this game, Sherrod. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the thing, and we talked about this a little bit earlier, but whenever you play the Knicks, you know it's going to be a physical game. You know they're going to try to play bully ball any and every opportunity they get. And I thought Tatum, 
I thought Jalen Brown, I thought everyone on this team embraced that physicality and found yeah. ways to handle their business and not let it deter them from the goal, which was to come out here with a win. Uh, and, and to me, it's part of their growth. Uh, the ability to beat teams in a multitude of ways so that teams can't get comfortable with any type of style that they can take advantage of. Uh, you know, the Celtics have the ability to kill you from three-point range. They're one of the best two-point shooting teams in the NBA. They've got guys who can defend at multiple positions. They now have at least one guy that shows the ability to get you some points off the bench. And so when you're game planning against them, there's really no comfort. There's no comfort blueprint you can go to and think this is going to work this is what we got to do to win and that because the Knicks I thought for the most part played their game tonight I thought they did a lot of things that they wanted to do it's just that the Celtics are better the Celtics are they just got more weapons they got more talent they just they're just a better team Mm -hmm. and it came easier the Celtics you see the looks that they create that they were easy games especially don't you think yeah, yeah. <laughs> something's 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 clicked. I think these last two games, um, where they look a little bit, uh, um, you know, like last three not, really. I mean, that's yeah, what you're supposed to do very, when you're a great very, team, though, right, John? Like I mean, very cohesive, right? Right, yeah. but that's what, but that's what a great team's supposed to look like after you you, totally. you lose back you lose back to back, especially on the road. In the way they what they lost those games, right? One's in overtime. These things take time, and, and the like, other that's one. what's kind of impressive. Is like mm-hmm. it's hard to like judge because like some of the early impressive games were yeah you know, uh, you know Indiana with you know they shot you know, the hell out the ball. And and, and and Washington, but they shot like crazy. I feel like this last little stretch here um, has been has been super impressive and like really like, uh, you know, looking a little bit more together because we said, Bobby, first five, six games, you know, they shot well, but still a lot of ISO. And it felt like it was just dependent on the shots going down. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels feels a little different. No, you had some of those past pass sequences in this game, which was great, especially to set the yep. bench guys up as we continue to talk about them. Uh, I love the yep. way they're finding Hauser and Sharar and I during our half halftime hit. I told them, I was like, man, Brown and Tatum, they both got like five assists in this first half. You love to see that. And Sharad's like, they're finding Hauser and Hauser's hitting those shots. So he's helping those guys out too into the second units if he's going to be hitting those and they're going to have the trust to go at him. Uh, the Knicks double team Tatum pretty aggressively in this game too, which I don't feel like he's seen a ton of, obviously, given the lineup that they're running out there. Yep. And he did a good job finding White out of that, even though he missed it and you know getting the ball into the scene. And, and splitting doubles a lot on the dribble too. He was attacking it quickly before it would settle and he was able he's to He's been split great it. as a passer and Joe is giving yeah. him a ton of credit for the way he's moved the ball, the decisions he's made. He's thrown around potential assists a lot too, which I know we roll our eyes at, but just to show <laughs> he's getting off the ball and he's finding guys for looks that they might not be making necessarily, but he's setting those guys up in those positions and he's being a willing passer here. And even yeah. Brown, I know you're not going to love it, John, but in those pick and roll sets out there with Porzingis, you are seeing just a tiny bit more poise from him on the ball. We, and, we gave Brown all credit for playing patient and with yeah. poise uh, and under control tonight, for sure. He was good, especially after the last game too. Another good one for him with 29. Yeah. We, we planted that flag early, Bobby. Good. We don't we don't do it often here, as as the chat knows. Hey, I but, wasn't um, on the last show. I'm sure you guys could have talked all you wanted there. Yeah, man. Don't don't listen to the these comments. Come on, we talk about them plenty. 
No, but you're right, John. It's going to take time for them to hit their stride, which is the scary thing for opposing teams. I mean, like Sherrod said, the Knicks played great tonight. They played their game. They hurt the Celtics on the glass. They hit tough shots, took advantage of the second chance opportunities, and they still came up this short, 114.98. I mean, that's just going to be a devastating feeling for them because they played well tonight. Maybe not the bench. I thought their bench kind of stunk actually tonight between DiVincenzo and Quickly and all of them, but the starters putting pressure on Boston all night long up until the end. Uh, and the Celtics just kept finding answers to it. And got to give Joe some credit, too, for the press. I don't know if you guys hit on that, but an no. effective wrinkle to their defense, it getting was. up to half court, forcing turnovers. I love the yeah, a little pressure. The, the, the Knicks looked like they weren't ready for that. They looked, they, yeah, the Knicks looked like they didn't really prepare for that as well as they probably should have. Because yeah. when they threw it at them, it was just like, oh, yeah, they, they're looking at Tibbs like, yeah, you, you know about this? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was a nice miracle. They, they sh- that's shame on Tibbs then because they've done that a number of times this season. They've just come out and just gone full court or just really tried to trap teams in that backcourt. And so and you have to be away. ready for it. Yeah, exactly. And then it goes yeah. away. It's not like Rick Pitino yeah, it's a where they just keep it going the Jeez. whole game. But, First half press the whole time. Yeah, yeah. but I love it. Oh, you had to be there, Bobby. You had to be there. Yeah. John, lead very the way. Quick, Not on Thanksgiving, very, though. Right? Let me know very how it quickly. Goes, <laughs> rank, rank your syrupy. <laughs> it's like absolutely not. Rank your syrupy breakfasts between waffles, pancakes, and French toast. Rank them. French toast. Rank MFK. Pancakes, Are we doing too. MFK here? French toast, Whatever. pancake, waffle. Yeah. French toast, I'm French, pancake, I'm French toast number one, but I, I'm exactly in that order. I'm flipping yeah, waffle above pancake. I love okay. the texture of the waffle. Really? Over yeah, a really oh. good pancake? I don't know. No, nah, pancakes are too much for me. Too heavy. Just mass, massive weight on your stomach. Waffles a little bit more. I mean, I give you credit. Some restaurants, they out, they, they, it's too much with the, with the humongous pancake. Remember that? Remember that place in Milwaukee, Bobby, with all the, the oh, stuff? Oh yeah. They, it was. They yeah. stacked them up. That's true. But if you get a good pancake, though, it's the taste alone. I don't know. For me, it's better than a waffle. Are you French toast one, two, Jimmy? Yeah, I'm it's crazy. I, I thought I, I didn't know everyone was so into French toast. I'm actually surprised French toast was so resounding. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. Too. I thought I had the hot take. I thought I had the oh, hot I mean, take. Me too. I was like, I'm going to blow it French mind toast. going French toast here. It's I thought everybody's like, going to go pancake. A really, really This is the first thing we've ever French agreed on. French toast kind of is just like hard to beat. <laughs> You don't want to get right, that though. soggy. Yeah, you don't want like the soggy stuff that's like the buffet line at like the Holiday Inn. You don't you don't want like the continental breakfast version. But right, you get like right. a really really good French toast. Really yeah. hard to beat that man. Hard to beat that. Yeah. Toss a little. I'll, I'll go one step further. What do you guys put on your French toast? Because I put peanut butter, banana. Oh damn. I'll also, I'll do wow. syrup. But I, I dude. There we go. About to diverge. Yeah, peanut Jimmy's butter, just... banana on your French toast. T- try just trust me on this. I love how the comments are now pouring in like <laughs> four Toss messages. That on there. Obviously, per sprinkle right a little syrup on there too, but ten- oh maple my God, syrup. Go yep, the yeah. real deal. Yeah. You gotta have maple syrup, and I'm I talking real maple syrup. Maybe. I keep it simple, man. Some real syrup. syrup. After that, I mean, it's a toss-up. Waffles, fine. They're fine. Pancakes. Sometimes they're just a little too heavy. Like they're, they're just too much. Too ca- too Here comes the dispute. I if, need you a too, <laughs> if you eat two pancakes, <laughs> never mind. You know it's going to come. Yeah, like that's and that's the problem You're with breakfast. You're done for the food. day. I'll be honest. Oh, I hell don't know. No. You really listen. You might, this, 
In some is, places, you might be done till dinner, but I'm not this done is two, two, three this pancakes, is, I'm down. This is <laughs> going to be controversial, but you really shouldn't ever touch. You shouldn't even touch pancakes. You really shouldn't. Well, you can burn those carbs <laughs> off. You really shouldn't touch pancakes. It's like, what are we doing here? Do you know that waffles you want to know why are I, is, the like, exact like, same batter and just put in a waffle iron? I was going to say that. No, yeah. it's, <laughs> it's thick. The pancakes are much more cakey. Yeah, no, so, they're not. It's the same I'm batter. I'm surprised same Bobby batter. said he likes that texture, it. though. The pancake texture is way better. The only difference no. is you actually – the waffle batter is less healthy because to keep it from sticking to the iron, you have to put either butter or oil in Spray. it. to. In the mix. Oh, you mean the in the spray. mix? Oh, gotcha. You're yeah. suppo- you, you put melted butter or or, or vegetable oil in fine. your waffle mix, so it actually is in fact heavier than pancakes. So what Jimmy is saying is no, just I disagree. fake news. No, right I now. disagree. Yeah. I disagree okay. with that completely. Um, but you, that being said, I would. I would need it anyway. Like, you don't I like these either. facts. Yeah. No, no, no. I just listen. There's nothing wrong with a little butter, first of all. Waffle That's House was answer. great. Uh, but there oh, are pancakes that are much more cakier and thicker than a waffle. I'll just say that right now. I'm calling fake news on you, John. I think you just made that up. <laughs> I'm going eggs at breakfast anyways. So I'm, I'm like, not even so Oh, I'm, I'm eggs all day. Yeah. Eggs are powerful. Eggs. eggs are the regular, health, health. regular scramble with cheese. How, what do you, how do you do your eggs? Over easy. We, we need oh, oh, over easy. sunny side oh, up. Give me that yolk. I, I, get, I get sloppy with it. A breakfast up. boomer can wow. for Jimmy right now. Give me that yolk. No, eggs Eggs are by far the healthiest. Scramble with I cheese. Need an omelet. Scramble with cheese. You can't go wrong with scramble with cheese, though, especially if you go in sandwich. We yeah. need Bobby, omelet Bobby, no, Bobby, cheese eggs. If you're going to go omelet, Bobby, what type of omelet? Western omelet? Veggie. Broccoli, spinach, I go ham and cheese. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that coming, Sherrod. Yeah. Western. <laughs> I used to love. We had a um, when I cooked in high school. We had a uh, a kind of. A, you don't cook a, anymore. A I know, Mexican. right? You put that you behind. Really? No, it, was my, it was my job. We you make it sound like it was PE. You make it sound like it was PE. Back yeah, in high right. school, when I did PE, you really shouldn't <laughs> even you you really shouldn't even eat breakfast unless it's eggs. What? Otherwise, you're just oh. eating. You're just. Eating. I thought you were cutting it off right there. You really shouldn't even eat breakfast. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, you, I, I, you could yeah, easily I'll, skip breakfast. I mean, if you're gonna skip one no. meal, I mean, you could. Skip I would breakfast. never. Well, maybe you should. All right. Maybe well, anyway, should don't, skip, don't skip. Don't skip. Don't skip school. <laughs> or well, anyways, go to HelloFresh.com. Don't, don't skip breakfast with HelloFresh. You go to HelloFresh.com. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Comes Not full this, circle. If it's free, Dash, I mean, geez. CLNS free. <laughs> don't skip breakfast. Get the free breakfast. Eat the breakfast. Okay. Longest and, read and enjoy. ever. <laughs> we're back, anyways, yeah. and we're back. Um, uh, wrapping eggs. up the, sh- wrapping up the show. It's like uh, a paid little, program. Little Philly revenge game coming up. Um, anything else you guys uh, thinking about here? Going to do some man on the street. Hopefully, it doesn't go as poorly for Joe Sway this time. Yo, New York was fine, Bobby. I don't yeah. know what you're talking about. I loved it. But hopefully, Joe. But did New York punched, love you, Joe Sway? That's the question. <laughs> no, they sure didn't, Shrug. Nah. I didn't think so. Let's see you what's good with Philly. One since 1983. How's that feel? Hey, hey! I said you hadn't been to the finals since 2000, which isn't much better. But <laughs> yeah. I don't know, Joe Sway. A little history lesson. Come on! Shout out to Miss New York. We're gonna find Nick. some Philly fans and do our best. And it might be, might be more tense than New York. I don't know. I don't know what to Bobby, expect. Bobby, keep but... the camera going. Bobby, keep the camera going. Philly will, Philly will hurt you. Yes. Philly as far as the game goes, this Kelly Oubre situation is crazy because he was a big mm-hmm. part of the uh, set up there. He's playing really Great well. Great offensive piece. Amazing signing when you consider the value on a minimum. And 
just the craziest story ever. I guess just gets hit by a car walking around by his house, and he's going to be out for much of the season now. So that's a tough loss. Crack, a crack, one cracked rib, right? A cracked rib? Jeez. Yeah, they're going to be on the he's second half of the back. The road or what, what happened? Oh, you didn't hear about this, huh, Jim? No, I heard he got hit by a car, but I didn't. I don't know the details. So it was the side mirror, I believe. It got hit him right in the rib, and the car took off, and uh, I guess he uh, he suffered a cracked rib. So Did they find yeah. the guy? I don't know. It's a good question, but I'm sure Philly fans are looking for him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, was it a silver, a silver something? I forget the description of the car, but don't let Philly find the hit's been out. The hit's don't let out. Philly fans find him before the popo. But they're gonna yeah. be yeah. on the second half. Yeah, for real. They're gonna be That's on the not... second half of the back to back, just like the Knicks were tonight. Which Bobby, don't bring that up with the fans, there. by the way. I would like, I would like to know what Philly fans think about the James Harden situation. They love it. They must be thrilled. Did you see how it's bad the Clippers are right now? Oh my gosh. They're one of the Absol- worst teams. Dumpster fire. They haven't won a game since he's been there. Yeah. They- it's messy. It's 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 perfect. And the, the funny the funny the, the, <laughs> the sad part about James Harden is that when he's on the floor, they're like minus sixty seven or something like that. And when he's when he excuse me, when he's on the floor, they're like minus sixty seven. When he's amazing. off the floor, they're like plus some ridiculous number. There's a clear they're clearly better when That's he's not playing. It's a clear contrast, right? Yeah, it's not even like close. It's hard to and, debate that. Yeah. It's just a It was inconceivable fire. how they were going to make that work, but whatever. I, I still don't understand what the hell the Clippers were thinking and trying to make that deal. Crazy. I mean, they didn't give up a ton, but what you gained still. might have been a negative. He I did. don't understand it at all. I'm never, never going This might be Harden's last stop. No, someone will take a chance on him. You yeah. think? No, he's still yeah. he's still got they lost to it's not gonna be Saudi Arabia. They, it might they be his last starting Grizzlies. They lost to the Grizzlies. They played Harden Tuesday, was a minus uh, Harden was a minus twenty eight in twenty nine minutes in that game. And the Grizzlies at that time I think had the worst record in the game. Marcus cut him down again. Did you see Smart's play, John? Yeah, that was hilarious. The rumbling, stumbling, bumbling through the key, and then he tapped it. That, that was, was as Marcus Smart a play as Marcus Smart plays go. By as the, way, the kids like days. to say, the full Marcus Smart experience. That's what they used to call it. By Love the way, it. Might, yeah. might have snuck up on us, but six days from Celtics Grizzlies down in Memphis next weekend. Bobby will be covering that, that as well. Bobby It'll and Josue will be covering wow, the Sixers game up on me. coming no up idea. on Wednesday. Yep. Marcus Love Fest, so that's cool. Uh, we'll get to do that. Uh, <laughs> I just wish the Grizzlies. I just wish the Grizzlies were a little better, man. I mean, come on. I'm sure we're all hey, we're all picking the same thing. Like we thought this was going to be that game. a better don't showdown. Sleep. Don't, don't sleep. That's going to be a hard no, game. They suck. Uh, I think I'll take a okay. nap. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll sleep. <laughs> they all snooze. Yeah, I might. Celtics might be without Horford for that one too. Back to back, but we'll see. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. Um, guys, any final thoughts? We can put a bow on this one. We got another one coming back in a couple of nights uh, with Philly, so that one should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Good way to close off the homestand here with another win. Uh, looking really good, doing the things you're supposed to do. And they're getting better, it seems, from one game to the next, causing more problems for opponents going forward. Good win. Yeah, no question, man. And uh, keep that same energy. Bring it to Philly. Do the – do. Uh, Treat this like a series, and you, you you're trying to uh, even it out after what happened the week before. I mean, look, they're the number one team in the East right now. As Sam Packard salutes me, uh, they're the number one team in the East right now, and and I just think that uh, if you're the Celtics, man, you got to just have that have that that mindset, that attitude, you know, that you just want to like 
rip the other team's heart out. I mean, look, look at Joe Mazzula. I mean, it's probably not going to be as big of a deal as what we saw Friday night, but Joe Mazzula at the end of this one, you know, uh, what was it, calling the play? Uh, what was it, hack a hack – who did he hack to put at the free throw line to get another possession, even though they're up in double digits? Like, I just love the focus right now. This coaching, uh, this coaching staff, just trying to. It's a hell of a coaching job. Put put the Celtics in a position to, to to be the best versions of themselves, and you're seeing different. Uh, you know, you see them face adversity, and you saw that tonight against the Knicks. So this is going to be a much tougher matchup, especially in Philly, and you know, against All done. Against a team that's very, very confident and and going up against you, so I, I don't want to see them send a message. And again, I want to see the same type of approach that we saw tonight against the Knicks. Yeah, hell of a coaching uh, job. Uh, one of the uh, best very, I've seen from Joe. Very quickly, we didn't talk too much about uh, Holiday tonight. I thought again he had a very Holiday game, and I thought he was outstanding. But um, another thing that he did uh, was. Uh, uh, reach a point milestone, which as we all know, are the most important thing that you could possibly do. Um, and, wow. uh, yeah, here it is. Um, it's cool. You know, it means that I played long enough yeah. or I played for a long time, but, uh, it's cool. I didn't know it was coming. I should probably lock, tune in a little better, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's always good to get it when you win. You had no idea. No, I'm not really on Instagram or anything like that. And then it's not like anybody here to me. So I'm really just going out there and playing. Just hooping, y'all. Just hooping. Nice. John, is this just the part where you dump on him for hitting that milestone like you dumped on Tatum when he hit his milestone last week? <laughs> Damn. He muted. Damn, he's Jimmy. Muted. Good. He's muted because he's got nothing good to say. No, oh, I already set myself up for this one on the lead-in, but you weren't paying attention. I did. I was waiting. Co- you went straight to the some- Saying it's the most important thing that's ever happened. Honestly, yeah. this is why we play the game for these milestones. So hats off to Holiday. Um, 15 stacks. Yeah. Hey, yeah, good for him. He's not on Instagram, so there's no way he could have known that. That was coming. Wait, so you had no idea, Jimmy? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Ask him if he remembered his first points. He didn't. 2009. Long time ago. 2009. Damn. Damn. Wow. I can understand why he didn't remember his first point. Damn. Damn. Long ass time ago. October 30th, 2009. LA up. I was in college. I just remember that series in 2012 against the Celtics, man. He was just, he was a, he was a problem. <laughs> like the Celtics just, he was just that, 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 uh, that pest on the defensive end of the floor. And Celtics did, you know, win the series in seven games, but that was, that was the last run of, of uh, Pearson Garnett and those guys. John, you always dreamed of a playing here through 10 games. Has it been everything you, you imagine? I love Hall. I love everything about him. Uh, he's, I've always been a Hall. You always. I, I wouldn't say I dreamed of it, but like, <laughs> yeah. I, you did. I, I I dream of this the way I dream of like French Ooh, toast. You know, like, no, 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 no. You dreamed of it when you had frustrating uh, Marcus Smart's nights. That, that's I think that's, that's what it was. That's true. Yeah. That's what. No, that's I mean, probably, that's when you used to start naming all other twenty-nine starting point guards in the league to see yeah. which ones we agree would be yeah. a better point guard than Marcus Smart. No, like I said, I've been on that holiday train for a while. Um, but, uh, you know, I, it's just, I think he's I, I just everything he does. Like we said, we said it earlier. He's just a calming presence. One of the yeah. things we liked about this team in impacts general was like, yeah. he's just an impact. He impacts so many facets of the game. You know, like, I mean, it's and a lot of the stuff is Marcus Smart like. I just think it's like we, you know, it's without as much 
erratic, you know, crazy, you know, yeah. uh, and, and then just a more refined offensive skill set, you know? So it's almost just like polished Marcus smart. Marcus did all of these things too. He defended bigs. He made terrific plays. He hustled all the time, you know, and oftentimes he was the guy who had to settle things when things were kind of going off the rails. But, um, you know, like I said, holiday has been great. So, uh, kudos to holiday for hitting this incredibly important milestone 15. <laughs> he was so excited about it. He didn't even know it existed, but you know, <laughs> yeah, really amazing. That's the best part about it. What milestone? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That all the best to Rob yeah, exactly. today too, who underwent surgery. If you saw that in the comments. Yes. Yes. To Rob. I, Rob's middle name is successful surgery uh, at this yeah. point, you know, we think, poor guy. thankfully it was successful. You hate, you hate when you get the, uh, the press release and it says unsuccessful surgery, then you much bigger. Unsuccessful, problem. unsuccessful means you died. You know, yeah. like successful yeah, surgery never means I like, told you that complete, the you just hate when that press release comes out, it says, uh, unsuccessful surgery on, uh, the right yeah. knee. You're gonna successful doesn't mean like it went well amputate. and you're going to recover. It just means like you lived and like everything <laughs> right. went okay. Right. right. The Tyrod really Taylor. Not that, it's not that right. We didn't puncture your lung. Yeah. I was taking it as they're going to try again. You know, if something went wrong, they're just going to try it again in a couple of weeks. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I guess Who that knows? would be the equivalent. Yeah. So, all right, we are going to wrap again. Like we said, we're back. Oh, what, what is it, Jimmy? What, um, what are you just, dreaming of? Is it good. breakfast I'll, related? Yeah, it was actually. It was just like eggs, eggs only for breakfast, <laughs> pasture raised if you can. Throw a little grass fed milk in there, skip the pancakes. Pancakes are trash. But French toast, once in a blue moon, is fine. Toss, try me, just try this. Put a little bananas, put a little peanut butter, put a little. He's down. like serious about his no, final like peanut butter food. I thought, he was, I thought he was just bullshitting. What do you put in that? What else are we going to say? We, we've already said everything we need to say about the game. Okay. I don't need to repeat don't, it. Don't put milk in eggs. If you're going to, if you're going to scramble put milk in it, eggs. No, never. If you're going to scramble them, a trick is um, a scoop of sour cream. Um, yeah. Adds a little bit of tang. <laughs> Phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. We don't just throw that word around, John. <laughs> it's a high right. bar. I'll give it a try. Sour cream's healthy for you. It Just adds a little, a little bit. bit of tang, and it adds that kind of thing that uh, you know uh, that that the what milk would, but yogurt? it just gives it more flavor. You could do yogurt, but the sour cream is fin- is, is 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 the is the way to go if you're going to do uh, is that like a secret, secret You discouraged secret it from using phenomenal. Jeez. No, I just I want to make sure he means it. That's all. It's a- he meant it. An important word. You don't just toss that around. <laughs> Bobby's like, you don't say it unless you don't mean. I mean, unless you mean it. Yeah. All right. Hey, a couple, couple good breakfast tips to bring you into the uh, through the week here for yep. those who celebrate. Yep. Try it out tomorrow. For those who celebrate breakfast. <laughs> yep. All right, guys. We're gonna wrap it. Thank you for hanging <laughs> out with us on the Garden Report, the Breakfast Report. Um, support our sponsors, that. Fanduel, Fanduel.com/slash/Boston, and uh, you know, of course, head over to HelloFresh. And get your free breakfast item. We'll free. tell you about it one more time. HelloFresh.com slash CLNS free. Free breakfast. We're thinking about doing a morning show, John. So we can definitely continue breakfast talk. Jimmy and I are doing a morning show, I guess. He's just, he, he leaked it. Uh, we're not actually fun? doing it, but. <laughs> well, there might, be a, there might be an opening for an, op- for an opening. For a Is this ever going to happen? I would get up at seven to hear that. Wow, thank you, Bobby. Appreciate that. While the rest of the world gets up. That seven, might be the biggest lie Bobby's us. ever told. <laughs> There's no way he's doing it. Bobby's that. like, yeah, I'd get up at the normal time to get up, I think. Bobby's uh, not a morning person. But that's true. Because he's I'll a 
I'll wake up. I'll get up in the morning and I'll, we'll have a text from Bobby to be like 4 a.m. and it'd be like, anyone see this, like the finish of this Denver game? I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sleep for three hours. Like, hey, oh, you wake up with a bunch of messages. Yeah. Yeah. I do it so you guys don't have to. <laughs> uh, All right, later, guys. All right, <laughs> <you> <laughs> All right bye. <laughs>